I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. One of the uh, best reads of the year is the memoir from Jamal Saeed, My Road from Damascus. It's a stirring, moving, sometimes harrowing account of Mr. Saeed's life in Syria, years he spent on the run from the uh, al-Assad regimes, as well uh, his imprisonments, including at uh, one of the country's most notorious military detention centers. We see in the book a chronicle of modern Syria from uh, the 1950s through to his escape uh, to Canada in 2016. We see how a young man is politicized in a country where that sort of rebellious Marxism and then free thinking isn't encouraged and where it garners the attention of the secret police. Jamal's story is one of survival and courage, as it is uh, of brutality and beauty. He evokes an outlook in life that we can only wish for ourselves, a depth of grace which moves as well as inspires through the book. We also meet his wife, Rufida, their two sons, and read of their journey to Canada, where they arrived six years ago as refugees. I'll begin the interview by asking Jamal about the late Ray Argyle, a longtime friend of this program, who was one of the people who helped bring Jamal and his family to Kingston, Ontario, where uh, Jamal joined me from last week. Jamal Said is an activist, editor, visual artist, and author. This book is published by ECW Press and was translated by Catherine Cobham. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online program Jamal Said. Mr. Said, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, I, I want to um, start Jamal at the back, at the end of the book, rather than the beginning, because um, Ray Argyle was a, was a friend of mine. Um, I knew him for a number of years. He used to come on this show um, for his books. Uh, I used to interview him. Um, what, what was what was his part in your coming to Canada? Okay, actually, Ray Argyle was the head of. Uh uh, Kingston Writers Refugee Committee. Uh, this committee uh, contacts with Pen Canada, and Pen Canada contacts with ICORN, its international organization in Norway. I asked them to, uh, uh, you know, to uh, try to protect us, my family and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, after a few years, uh, Real Guy was the first Canadian who sent me an email, and uh, actually was he asked me if I'd like to come to Canada. I didn't hesitate. I said yes. Uh-huh. And yeah, and actually uh, he was the first Canadian who helped me to uh, fill the forms. There were a lot of forms. Right. And yeah. <laughs> and actually uh, the first voice I had ever heard from a Canadian man was a rare guy's voice. And on the day we landed in uh, Canada, actually it was evening, uh, the first house we settled in and slept in was a guy's house. Really? Uh, He took care of every detail uh, of everything about me and my family, about the new life in the new homeland. And I can say that he was our Canadian uh, father, mm. and actually he encouraged me a lot to begin uh, to begin this book. Yeah, for people yeah. listening, this Ray was 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 himself a, a, a very talented writer. He died this yeah. year. I think he was ninety-two years old. 
um, yeah. and and um, just a, 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 a nice guy. This is the Ray R. I knew. He was a very nice guy and just a, a remarkable person. Um, Jamal, growing up, what did freedom mean to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, did, okay. did you think about freedom as, as a kid? Of so? course, of course. Actually, it means a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, actually, uh, freedom is one of the main topics many people, not only me, yeah. are thinking about. I think about freedom when I was young, uh, when I was a teenager. I think about it when I was in prison and after releasing. Uh, I'm not going now. We can't speak a lot about freedom. It needs uh, books. Uh, it needs many, many books. Mm-hmm. And actually many books were written about it. And many books are going to be written about it. I'll uh, speak in short about um, freedom in a practical meaning for me now. Uh, it is uh, living without oppression, mm-hmm. expressing your thoughts and desire without uh, fear. Yeah. Uh, it's not to feel threatened directly or indirectly, because you are thinking or because uh, you are uh, you have a new idea that opposing something in the community or something political or not political. It's yeah. actually to think, to work, to renew. This is, this is what I'm thinking now. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, it's very easy for us who read the book here in Canada especially to take yeah. freedom for granted. And oh, and when you see that, Jamal, uh, d- does that worry you? Does, does it make you sad, say? Uh, actually, in, when I began writing the book in Canada, I don't think of any kind of punishment or any kind of uh, negative thing that will happen for me or for uh, my uh, small family here. Mm-hmm. I feel that I can read, I can write whatever I want, and I can be myself. I don't want, I, I, I don't need to write indirectly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Things could be written uh, directly. Yeah. And the way I'm feeling it, the way I'm uh, thinking about it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, were your parents, were they political? <laughs> no, actually, my uh, father uh, could read and write, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, but my mother is illiterate. Uh, they are farmers, but they are like the other people in Syria, actually interested in what was going on. And the area of the Middle East, you know, yeah. is the place of conflict and wars, and so people actually speak or uh, hear something about policy and ask many questions, but uh, both of them, father and uh, mother, um, were not uh, belonged to any organization. And so the, what I found interesting as was reading your book is how you became politicized. Um, how, did, how did you become politically aware? What, what was the influence on your political thinking, Jamal? Okay. Actually, I, I, I told you that uh, I was born in an area with a lot of conflict, uh-huh. a lot of news, a lot of things. But at the very beginning, I was looking after troops. 
When I was child, actually there was there were a kind of contradictions in many fields. One of them was the contradiction between the book of religion and the book of geography. Mm. So I wanted to <laughs> to know what is the truth here or here. Yeah. And then, you know, I actually um, uh, stand with the book of geography. So the truth was so important for me. Later, when I was a teenager and uh, I began to think of the world, mm -hmm. I thought that it is easy to change the world. The world should be uh, uh, more beautiful and uh, it, it should contain more justice, a lot of freedom, something like that for the teenager. Mm. And uh, I met some politicians. Actually, uh, they told me a contradicting, and then uh, I began to think how to know the, the what's to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is uh, at the same time I met some people who wanted to make a kind of uh, organization. And uh, I began to work with them. This is at the very beginning. We don't want to make a specific political program. Uh -huh. We tried. We tried to read books and to know what is the truth and where to go, something like that. But we found ourselves after a few months or a few years, actually, uh, in a political organization. Uh, just to support the people who were killed in Lebanon at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, as we read in the book, you, you speak out against the al-Assad regimes, um, uh, and um, you, um, you're, obviously you get in trouble with, with the government. Um, yeah. for, for, for some people, it might be easy to, to tell you, hey, Jamal, stop tone it down, um, don't do this anymore. What motivates you to keep going and to keep doing what you're doing? Because yeah. it could be Absolutely. easy to stop, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, my uncle, Rayman, uh, was a policeman. Mm -hmm. And he knew something about my interest in uh, political uh, affairs. Actually, he told me many times that uh, in involving in political affairs may cause uh, prison and may cause uh, death. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be uh, something... Uh, we are going to serve the community in different ways, be a doctor, be an engineer, be anything, but not a politician. You, we have to obey the authorities. But actually, I uh, didn't obey him. I think that some people have to pay the tax. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I suppose that uh, I'll be one of those people who are going to pay the tax to tell the truth or to resist the dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you never doubted yourself at all. In all those years that you were imprisoned, right? You never said, maybe I made a mistake doing this. 
Okay, actually, I didn't think of that at the time. And uh, I felt that ethically and uh, uh, for the sake of truth, yeah. I'm right. Right. But yeah. uh, I pay a big price. This is the way I thought about the uh, uh, what's happened with me. Uh, this is the way I thought about the long time in prison. And I think that uh, the, the regime is the bad uh, party in this uh, outcome. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Actually, we don't did. We just say something, and it was enough to uh, take us for a kind of court or asking us. This is not the way to deal with the teenagers. I was 17 yeah. years old yeah. when yeah. I uh, obligated to live underground. Yeah. So I think that the, 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 the responsibility is the responsibility of the regime, not of the teenagers. Exactly. Suppose I didn't do anything. Right. There are a lot of people uh, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the way I, I uh, thought later. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a really good way to think about it. Yeah, there's a lot in the book, Jamal. That's that's very painful to read. Yeah. A lot of your experiences. Um, did did you ever think about not writing the book and say not having to to relive the bad things that have happened to you? Mm, actually, I thought of writing, and I, I uh, thought of not writing the book uh -huh. many times. This book was living inside me. Yeah. It's, as you know, it's my own experience. And maybe the main experience I, or the main challenges I had faced in, in, during my life. Many times I uh, tried to write the book when I was in Syria, but uh, when I was responsible for two sons, I feel that it's not good at all uh, for the uh, babies mm -hmm. to grow up and their father is in prison. Uh, I, I feel that I may write it at some time. Many times I wrote few pages and stopped. Many times I uh, narrate what's happened to myself as if I'm writing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I discuss myself many times I have to write or to participate the others in writing the history from below I had to show the truth I you know but in the other hand uh, why did you uh, give birth to two sons why you are you are now father to two sons yeah then you have to keep them. You have to take care of them. You are responsible. This is actually the contradiction I lived in Syria. But when I had a chance, I began writing it. And, and what is it like, Jamal, to, to relive the, the painful experiences? Um, okay. What, do, do you, um, I mean, you narrate them, you, you recreate them in the book so clearly, so vividly that we feel we're with you. Uh, I would assume that um, it might be painful to, to write again. What was it? Uh, actually, 
actually uh, writing about uh, all the painful uh, scenes in the book was written uh, for three, for, for, for many reasons. Did I understand you? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. correct, yeah. Yeah, okay. The first reason was to tell what's happened. And this is the way of facing the propaganda of the regime or of different regimes all over the world. The second point actually was to uh, urge the others and push them to uh, support as much as they can the people in the in different prisons all over the world, not only in Syria. Mm-hmm. And uh, to let them know what's happened for these people. And the third thing, actually, I'd like to be healed from the thing I'm, I'm, I'm holding inside me. I want to confess, to tell, to, to get rid of the pain inside me, to share the others mm. in, in some way, yeah. to tell them that this is what's happened, but life is, you know, is going on. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it didn't stop at Palmyra prison or Tatmor prison or any prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 that's so wonderful to think about that you're able to, to let go of all of that. Um, it, it, uh, another thing that people will think when they read your book, Jamal, is that, that yeah. you're a courageous person. Um, do you think you're courageous? Yes. I think that uh, this book is affa- writing this book is affected of many, many factors. One of them, how to, pel- how to tell the story. How, how to... Uh, make things uh, or make people reach the main things in your story. Love it. Or uh, let me react. Uh, have, have something to deal with in your story. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's not only the uh, matter of style. It's a matter of, of uh, arranging things to give uh, the reader enjoyment, Uh uh, interesting, and uh, sharing really the main ideas. I tried my best to make it a kind of creative book. I I tried my best to make it something like telling uh, a novel or... uh, 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 I try. I, I used all the, the things I read about writing and reading yeah. and something like that, but actually not directly, indirectly. It is. It's part of my issue. Part of the issue of my mind as a writer. Yeah, it's a. It's a very. Um, it is like a novel in some parts, and in yeah. it, it is a, a marvelous read. Um, uh, uh, I, I was asking you, Jamal, about courage. Do you think you're, um, having gone through what you went through, you know, living underground for, you know, as a teenager and then being in prison for um, 12 years or more, um, some people will read the book and, and see how you survived and think that you were courageous. Do, do, do you think you're a courageous person? Uh, 
of the guys survive, actually, it is uh, survive itself. Uh, but the, the last, the last part of the question, uh, surviving through writing the book, do you mean that? No, in terms of, of, of living your experiences, being in prison, living underground, some people might think you're courageous. Do you, do you think you, you have great courage? Courageous? I, I don't uh, understand. Courageous, courage. like um, brave? Courage? Do you think you have a lot ah, of courage? courage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, actually, things things were lived automatically. I mean, I didn't uh, decide uh, how to live or how to face things. Uh-huh. I didn't decide to be underground. But when it was necessary, I lived underground, and I didn't... I didn't think at the time, is it good or bad, courage or uh, uh, incredible thing or bad thing? I didn't think of it. But I think what's to be done in the current situation? The same in the prison. Actually, in the prison, uh, there are many reasons for being courage. The first one is... uh, Believing your thoughts, believing yourself, trusting with your ideas. This is at the very beginning. The second thing, actually, I, I'll tell you some stories. Yeah. Uh, once when uh, uh, the general Mustafa Tajer uh, used bad words describing my mom, mm-hmm. I argued him. Yeah. And I, yes, and this needs uh, uh, high courage. In yeah. general, this means, to argue a general means you are going to face torture or more than that. Yeah. But what, why I did argue with him, uh, actually because uh, I was upset. Despair at that point, yes, despair was the secret of my courage. It was the third time they arrested me, and I feel that, what is this life? They are going to arrest me and arrest me and arrest me. No, I don't want it. Yeah. This is why I was courage at the time. Uh, another story, actually, when the uh, fanatic boys wanted to kill me, uh-huh. I faced them, and I feel that, Life uh, worse to defend myself. This is uh, uh, the opposite feeling, yeah, uh-huh. of the first one. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm not despaired. I want to live. I want to continue. I want to dream more and more and more. Then I try to save myself. But uh, later, many people thought that, wow, what courage. I, it, it, it was a great fear mm, inside me. Yeah. All the time I spent with them. Yeah. 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 It, 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 the, 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 this book is full of marvelous lessons, Jamal. Um, yeah. You um, write in the book about just how, um, how much you've lost, you know, not just in time, say, or, or freedom, um, loved ones as well. How do you um, 
because a lot of people might be very angry after reading the book, and they should be angry. How do you deal with your own anger? I mean, is it something that you, you have today a great deal of inside of you? Okay, actually, also, I didn't choose my feeling or my reaction. Mm. It, 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 it happened automatically. Many times, I try to delay my reaction. It's a very big thing, yeah. but I stopped. I did nothing. I think about it. And maybe it's a nature. It's a personal nature. I don't know, actually. But sometimes, a few times, my reaction was very bad. And I was very angry and yeah. expressed my angerness. Yes. But in general, in general, actually, uh, the lying, the reaction, helped me to absorb my angerness and to behave in a better way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Um, you, you talk in the book about your your two sons, your wife, Rufida. Um, yes. When did you meet your wife? Okay. Actually, I was working in a publishing house after I was released uh-huh. for the third time, and uh, she came to that publishing house to uh, work as a typer. Mm-hmm. She was typing uh, in. The computer was in new in the Middle East. Yeah. And, uh, yes. And, uh, actually, we need her as a typist. Uh, at the very beginning, I thought that uh, it's impossible to be friends because uh, we have uh, different clothes. Actually, I think that the clothes she was wearing means that she's fanatic. Mm, right. <laughs> but I discovered that. <laughs> I discovered later that. Uh, she's a smart girl and uh, with open mind, but she was obligated mm. to wear uh, this kind of clothes. Yeah. Uh, later, uh, we developed a very, very nice relationship, and uh, we became uh, very close friends, and then we became lovers. And, you know, later we uh, get married and have two sons, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What um, she, she she obviously likes living in Canada, doesn't she? Yes, and actually, not only like living in Canada. Rufaida uh, always try her best to develop uh, her skills and to have a job. And uh, actually, she wrote a very very beautiful poems after coming to Canada but in Arabic, not in English. I see. And uh, she worked as a translator. She Now she's working as a, a pharmacy assistant and studied to, uh, something in the college to be a pharmacy uh, technician. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, she, uh, she has a lot of Canadian friends who visited her, and uh-huh. she visits uh, them. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How old are your sons now? They are. Uh, how old are they? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, twenty-two and twenty. Yeah. And and you're very proud of them. So much because they are hardworking. They uh, could have. Uh, one of them had a prestigious scholarship, a Lawrence scholarship, and he's working hard in uh, McMaster. University. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he is thinking in a 
very good way of the uh, uh, human issues like uh, freedom, environment, uh, uh, peace. And the other one actually is also very, very nice. He's studying electrical engineering in the University of Toronto. And uh, uh, I feel there's a philosopher and poet inside him. And uh, he's hardworking also. And he, he also had a, a good scholarship. It's the scholarship of the University of Toronto. Uh-huh. Uh, they worked hard. And that's great for them and for me. Yes, I'm so proud of both of them. Yeah, it's wonderful to hear. Um, yeah. do, do you miss Syria a great deal? For me, you know, I miss a lot of things in Syria. Mm-hmm. I miss my mother, my friends, the, the uh, tree in front of our house, the rocks, the roads, the sky. The, you know, I lived there continuously 55 years. I didn't get out of Syria at all during these 55 years. Uh, actually, I miss the uh, apricot, the Syrian apricot and the Syrian fig. Uh-huh. I, in short, I can say that I miss myself in Syria. Yeah. I, I hope that I'm there, yeah. moving, and or I can go there easily. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think one day you can go back? I don't know. Actually, if the uh, uh, if the changes in Syria, uh, in the favor of liberty and freedom and something like that, I'll visit Syria, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'll visit the places. I don't. But you know, actually, I don't think that the two sons are going to live there. So I'll turn back to my new homeland. Yeah. To live with them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jamal, uh, the the book is translated by Catherine Cobham. What was it like to work with her? Uh, Catherine is a great lady. Uh, actually, at the very beginning, after writing three chapters in English, I find that I can express myself in Arabic better than English. So. I try to write in Arabic and try to find a translator. Uh-huh. When I find that Catherine Copham uh, translates the most important books in Arabic, yeah. I contact her. Uh, I sent her an email and told her that I need her to translate the sample chapters to send them to the agent and to the publisher. And Yeah. Uh, she sent me an email and she made me cry. She said, okay, I'm going to translate these chapters for the eyes of Syria and for free. I don't need many at all. Wow. Later, she was not only translator. She tried to take care of everything. She was the first reader. She was, uh, she advised me here and there. Yeah. And actually, there are some touches uh, in the book uh, because of her uh, notes and comments. 
it, it really is a beautiful book, and, and I can see the, the, the work that, that uh, the two of you do, do together um, makes it such a, a, a wonderful read. Um, yeah. the, the reviews for the book, Jamal, have been quite good. Um, it, it must be nice to get such a, a warm reception from readers. Actually, I, I read uh, uh, three main reviews, and I enjoyed them so much, especially the one that's written for uh, Whistler. Mm. Uh, yeah, wow. It is the one who read that review actually, um, uh, who wrote yeah. that review, uh, actually read the book carefully. And I feel that he could catch my, the, the, my depth. Yeah, yeah. I I read that you know, the the Whistler Writers Festival. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the, the um, so so you, are are you are you working on another book now? Or are you are you writing still? Well, actually, uh, I wrote some short stories when I was in prison, uh-huh. and uh, I uh, began to translate them with Catherine and make a collection. At the same time, I wrote. A novel in prison. Uh, it's about uh, Armenian uh, genocide, and uh, uh, there's a, a short scene. Uh, it's a real scene. It's about a mom who gave her baby to the Euphrates River during the Armenian genocide. Uh, it's something like Moose, uh-huh. and that happened really. And uh, but I'm a different person now. I'm not the one who wrote that novel in prison. Yeah. The prison was actually the police took it and they threw it away. Uh, they didn't give it to me. And when I asked them to give it to me, they said, okay, write it again. Now, after more than 20 years, I'm going to write again. the. Uh, but I'm not going to write it. I'm going to write another one. Mm. And I began with it. Jamal, this is a, a a a beautiful book. It's a wonderful book. It's it's a a book that that needs to be read by um, a lot of people, and and I hope that that a lot of people will read your book, and I hope that you'll continue writing. You, you're you're a, a remarkable person, and it's been such an honor to talk to you today. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it highly. The book is called My Road from Damascus. It's uh, published by ECW Press. Uh, it was translated by Catherine Cobham, and its author, uh, Jamal Saeed, joined me on the line from Kingston, Ontario, in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Planter.